Welcome to the Ridiculous People podcast. I'm Liv Sangor. That's Liv Sangor. That's Alex Shannon. I'm Alex Shannon. Wow, that <laughs> wow. was crazy. What a switcheroo. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at a ridiculous pod. We started tweeting. And by tweeting, I mean retweeting. We retweeted twice this morning. So there you go. Well, look at Liv doing God's work <laughs> over there on the Twitter because God knows I didn't do that shit. I did. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. And you can follow me at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Ridiculous People Productions. Indeed. Please you want to get some info on other stuff we're doing mm-hmm. uh, coming up soon. So. Anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed watching Hocus Pocus with us last week. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is a Halloween masterpiece, I think Question is uh, yeah. not a uh, exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Truly. But we ha- we've been watching a lot of other shit too because it's starting to get to that like awards season, awards bait yes. season. Yes, exactly. Where like all the really good fucking movies are starting to come mm-hmm. out. Right. So that we don't forget about them by the time mm-hmm. the awards season rolls around. Classic. Classic. Can't think too hard about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they expect already too much of us. Exactly. So, so it's got it like really a month easy. goes by and then you vote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what'd you see last in theater? Perfect. Yeah, that's the perfect <laughs> timing for an awards bait movie. It is. Are they actually doing that best popular film category? Was that like a... <laughs> trigger. A joke. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Like, I don't know. And I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Yeah, they they didn't like give any criteria on what that means. Wait, either, back up for so people who aren't with us here. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences? Doesn't that yes, and sciences? And sciences. So dumb. Um A what? Lighting is a science. Well, I, I don't suppose. know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the, the word fervor, science. Though. I know. That's why I got offended. Anxiety. Because I'm bad it just at reminds it. me um. of getting bad grades on my fucking geography test. Not geography. Geology. <laughs> I was bad at geology. I was so bad at geology. I, I, I put the word out of my head. She forgot the word. I remember it was like, blacked out. name this different rock. Version versions of rocks. Or, I don't know. And I was like, <laughs> what? Paleolithic? That's not right. Yeah. I was like, I like a dino. Sure. But or, like. I don't know about rock dating. No, nope. like the different kinds of. Listen, that's very useful for a very specific I remember, line of work. I remember it was like, which way does the tectonic plates like? Where do where do they go? Sometimes they go up, sometimes they go down, sometimes they just yeah, that's at true. Each other in we're the middle, all floating then, on some lava, and then so. like an earthquake happens in mountains. That's about as much as I know. Yep. That's why California's got earthquakes. Anyway, so thank you. This has been a science lesson. <laughs> Thanks for coming to our science <laughs> podcast, you guys. Um, um, outstanding Achievements in Popular Film. Is a new Oscar category. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah. It, How I'm, popular? I'm, Does it have to have, like, a, have made a certain amount of money? I'm looking like, at the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. I am seeing literally no information. Uh, the title of the category was also criticized with popular suggesting that the films nominated in other categories are, are unpopular. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, yeah. Word. That's kind of, well, that's kind of the whole idea is, like, an Oscar movie, quote right, unquote. Right. For a while there, because their, yeah. voter, their voter base was all, like, old ass white guys exactly who didn't really watch any of them right right maybe only watch some of the screeners or whatever yeah that like movies that won oscars were movies that weren't really seen by the wide gen pop and 
were like slow burns exactly right slow dramas and like the idea that a comedy or a horror movie or an action film could get a best picture was like insane but that's the thing like but i mean the fact that like Something like Get Out gets a nomination. Exactly. It's like, we can maybe change the game without well, even the ha- Shape of Water or one. I mean, category. right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's Shape a of weird Water ass movie. I, that Shape of Water was so won. weird, and I yeah. and I feel like a lot of people saw it. Yeah, a fair know? amount of people. Like, I think, I think yeah. it did fairly well in the box office. Right. Um, I mean, the, the couple times. I mean, I saw it three times. And I saw it. Yeah. Like, in the city and in the suburbs. Yeah. And the, you said it was the full of the suburbs, were packed. Right? Yeah, yeah, and maybe it was just because people were like, "Oh my god, this fish fucking movie." I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, like, it who cares? Yeah. yeah, like people came out, but they, they're still talking. <clears throat> Doesn't matter what they're saying. Exactly. Um, there was also criticism. Um, you know, uh, so they they have not it it explained seems, explained yeah. what it means. Uh, the idea was, I think, so So the general consensus is that it was an attempt to draw in more mainstream audiences and basically up to, the ratings yeah, of the actual of Oscar the actual, telecast. Yeah. Dumb. Um, another, and a lot of, I remember a lot of black people were saying, like, do y'all just really not want to give an Oscar nomination to Black Panther? Because A, it's an, a Marvel movie, which would That's be a detrimental to them. And also, because right. it's an extremely, extremely black movie. Right. Someone at uh, The Escapist, um, in a, a, a Journalist at the Escapist called it a separate but equal award, <laughs> which honestly would be true across Yikes. the board. I mean, regardless it's of true. whether or not it's for Black Panther or not, that's what this is. You know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's, so it's like I feel like it's them like nodding their heads to the fact that there are a bunch of movies that have been making crazy yeah. amounts of money right. with crazy big budgets yeah. that are not ever winning any awards. Right. The same thing with the Harry Potter franchise. It's true. I just remember always being like, those movies are fucking masterpieces. They never won. They're they never crazy. got nominated for Best Picture. I mean, picture. they're just like, not even like a production award. Like, yeah. Those, I mean, the production design on that ship was fucking nuts. It was insane. Yeah. And it got nominated maybe like never. Yeah, right. Like, I don't even know how many times, but if it did, it didn't win anything. I don't no. think. I cannot recall. I don't know it if it may have won some BAFTAs, but even yes, then, I don't exactly. think like it was that big of a thing. And I think that... I mean, I think there was also the added layer of Hollywood being pissed off that they made yes. they kept it so British the production. That's very true. Um, right, right. You know, yeah, everything from the cast to the crew, very, very English. British. But so, I think that I mean, I think that was cool. smart of them. I think though. that worked. Yeah, yeah, that's a good because thing. it's a. I mean, it was them being like, no, this is our fucking story. It Let is. Us tell yeah, it. y'all get everything else. Literally, <laughs> true. it's true. We take anybody's story. And we go, I know. Mine. We're so annoying. We're- Mine, because we have the film industry. Exactly. We have the fucking throat of the film industry and right giant meaty hands yeah oh we're mad our media you know? is so imperialist like oh, it's all yeah. american or nothing like i was just listening to a podcast earlier about like they were talking about they were it was actually dax shepherd's podcast mm-hmm. and he was he, he was arguing arguing like bickering sure. essentially with like Kristen bell and his like co-host mm-hmm. monica about like um caricatures mm-hmm. of like other um like other ethnicities or whatever mm-hmm. like he was like literally she he, she was saying that she was embarrassed that he was like humming like um like when the moon meets your eye like oh, a big uh-huh. pizza pie that's some more. More, yeah. and like and like some other like weird tarantelle kind of like sure. shit when mm-hmm. they were in italy in mm-hmm. the elevator with italian people oh. and she was like oh my god i'm so embarrassed <laughs> which is just a funny kind story of funny, yeah. yeah but he was like well what do you mean like everybody has kind everybody has caricatures for everybody mm-hmm. else uh-huh. You know, that's got to be true. And she was like, no, like, we're the only country that, like, does that kind of shit. Right. And, like, um, and he was like, well, I mean, I guess a lot of it comes from, like, Disney mm-hmm. with, like, mm-hmm. 
You know, yeah. the old Disney cartoons. Right. They have, like, really racist little jingles <laughs> every do. time, like, anybody <laughs> of any specific descent comes on it's screen. True. Like, And he specifically pointed out that, like, the, like, Siamese cats Yo. and shit like that from, <laughs> yeah. from Lady and the Tramp. I mean, so, he didn't know that that's what he was referencing, but right. he, like, started singing that, that thing right. from that yep. thing. And I was like, I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but my my addition to that, mm-hmm. I, I called Dak Shepard afterwards. Yes. I have his number. Right, and yes, like, yeah. Dax, I think what you guys are missing us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? FaceTimed him, like, hey, Dak, so hey, do you have up? a quick song? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think my thing is that it's it's the fact that we outsource. We do. Like, yeah, not true. outsource, but we output so much media. Yeah, yeah. That, like, our take on shit mm-hmm. becomes, like, a very dominant and right, like, well-heard right. take That's on shit. That's very true. So even, even though other countries have, like, you know, stereotypes for Americans. Yeah, yeah. They have plenty of those. Oh, yeah. We just don't hear it as much. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. we don't consume their media. Yeah. They consume ours. Right. You That's very I mean? true. Um, I was... Gosh, there's a really fantastic... And I promise I will tweet it because I'm not going to find it right now. Word. There is a uh, video from India that um, I actually just find out found out about the, yesterday. But it's just full of, like american stereotypes and it's this guy singing in english and he has like what they think americans sound like oh my god and it's just nasally and they but they've got it's interesting because it's like since they know that everyone else knows that it's hard to define what an american is right because we have so many yeah so but they've got like the white midwestern guy they've got like a valley girl they've got like a black dude you know like who's super into oh hip-hop they've got like they've got like a bunch of different they've a got a, his, a hispanic guy which is a little uncomfortable but like um, which you know it's probably on us um but um, yeah well but, i mean it's uncomfortable for you like that's i would true. probably be uncomfortable with like this the super hood stereotype that's true, guy right. or whatever but that's you're fair. like yeah. you're like yeah, funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm more comfortable with like yeah the valley right. girl yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Southern right. hick, whatever. that's true that's, very that's because true. like i'm white right. <laughs> and i'm like hey I, yeah. you know what <laughs> go ahead <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh my god um but yeah i'll i will find it and i will post it to our twitter because it's really interesting to watch definitely as an american that's really funny yeah yeah um Speaking of watch. So anyway, so like all of these, bad. well, like, um, I mean, this all, this whole conversation started because that's we were talking true. about the, the awards. Oscars. And so we saw some, like, I mean, I saw an Oscar Beatty movie. Yes. And I think you did too. Probably. I think so. Yeah. I, I would say both of them are yeah. low-key, high-key mm-hmm. being like, yes. I'm not looking for yes. the nomination. <laughs> and me. I got one. Oh, oh, you don't I have be to. be mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alex, tell us about stars born no wow nope you really just want to make a jingle out of everything know, on this I podcast do, I, do. I don't know why I don't you always go halfway for it i, I just watch and wait <laughs> for you to bail out real... about halfway through I don't do it in real life i know you don't <laughs> anyway alex oh, how's the stars born i'm a dying star, to see it a star is born is so fucking good <laughs> That movie is like 18 hours long <laughs> and I loved every minute of it. Like I just did. I don't know. I yeah. just wanted to fuck Bradley Cooper mm, like yes. so bad mm-hmm. and like I just wanted to like hug Yeah, he Lady. had a beard and was yeah. very grumbly. And in yeah, the he yeah. was. You're right. And I just wanted to hug <laughs> Lady Gaga like, yes. a lot oh my God, and be yeah. like, girl, same. Like yeah. we all don't like ourselves sometimes. Right, right. And like I just wanted to like, wow. Word. I, I just like, wow. I love that movie. It was so good. I want to listen to the soundtrack over and over again. I have listened Don't. to the soundtrack. No. Oh. 
Come on. Wait, what? You got to wait. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Don't listen but, to it anymore. Okay. Because there's, there's just like important stuff happening in the lyrics. Oh. Because it, it feeds into the the story. Sure. Okay. okay. Wouldn't that just make me appreciate it more I mean, when I get there? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Then I'll feel like when it comes on, I'll be like, oh my God, a bop, you know? Oh, I remember this bop. Yeah, but now now you might be like, oh, a bop. And then you'll be like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Sadness. Well, because there's some of, the, some of them that you would like listen to and be like, oh, cool song. Mm-hmm. But then the way that it's used in the sure. movie, you're okay. like, OMG, okay. my heart. Word. Oh, See, no. I like that. I think that's fun. But I get it. Fine. For the rest um, of you, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how, I mean, that. but that's how we approached it all yeah. the time anyway. Like, I know, I'm always that's like, true. No spoilers. I, I need to experience it in the moment. And you're I always know. like, tell me the whole plot, please. Yeah, and I'll then I'll go it. see. It yeah. and see what it's I think. It's about the journey, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? How do you live? Um, yeah, no, but it was just, <clears throat> I mean, everybody's giving it like rave reviews. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people told me that I was going to cry a bunch, and so yeah. I walked in like, I'm so ready to cry mm-hmm. a bunch, and then I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't cry Interesting. But also like, mm, I was sitting next, I was like sitting in a very crowded theater. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. You went in Manhattan, right? I did. I went in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was one of the theaters with like the reclining chairs. But you yeah. know what I've noticed is that these reclining chair theaters yeah. are starting to become more popular, but the reclining chairs are starting to get smaller and less comfortable. Ooh. <laughs> so oh, no. People are trying to recline yeah. like all over my space. Oh, and no. I'm like, yeah. This girl had her fucking foot up on the tray because this is one that had like it had a recliner yeah, right. and then it had like a the tray, tray that between. like swivels and you yeah. can swing it in front of you like right. it's a like a little table yeah like yeah. it's a little table and she decided to put her leg one leg up on it with her fucking bare foot out Ew. I was like no um, no if I'm gonna have to smell no. foot this whole time I'm gonna be Pissed. No bare feet in public. You Thank can just you. Put your bare foot up what the places fuck? in public. I'm sorry. Disgusting. That's just how it works. And that and it was so uncomfortable. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's okay. And um, there was a there was a uh, seat between us that was going to be empty. I thought mm. like because it was like a reserved seat situation. Mm-hmm. So we were. She was yes. like, oh, nobody's sitting here, right? And I was like, no, I'm here by myself. <laughs> um, let's all point that out. But also, I'm like, it's the fucking middle of a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh my god. It was like a Tuesday day. Oh yeah. And there was tons of people there, and I was like, yeah. where, where are all your jobs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like I know why I'm allowed to be here. But I don't know about all y'all. That happens too. all the time when you're out in the middle of a weekday. You're like, why aren't you at work? And you're like, I'm not at work, but I know why. I know like, why. And at least I'm not. There was like a bunch of friends i'm like yeah. i have like yeah, i have that's a weird, weird schedule but none of my friends have a matching schedule <laughs> what the fuck so anyway i was confused and weird sure. and yeah. then like we were both gonna put our bags on the empty seat and then some girl came mm. and she was like um you're in my seat and i was like i'm Ooh. pretty sure i had this one but i couldn't I you don't care yes. to fucking argue with a stranger <laughs> yeah. so i was like oh okay <laughs> so i just got up and moved over one even though she could have been like yeah i'll sit where your bags are it's I know. fine yeah. okay. she probably didn't want to sit next to that fucking weird girl anyway <laughs> so i had to sit next to her and she and she took her foot down and then she put okay. it back up and i was like <laughs> and then She's luckily, the luckily she decided she had to like go get a soda halfway yeah. through or some shit and yeah. like put her shoes on to leave Ugh. and then kept them on Good. thank christ God, why would you do that it's disgusting but anyway um <laughs> so there was that situation <laughs> so i was a little distracted i wasn't as emotion ready to cry Alex but, just quietly but then feeling. at the end i was like wow what a great moment and mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. it's like a great ending and whatever mm-hmm. and um the girl mm-hmm. like two down from me that was okay. with the girl who put her foot up yeah was crying so hard really? uh-huh 
that like it made like the whole theater was uncomfortable was she like loud crying yeah oh, like wow. she like she saved it till like the credits rolled right. and then she went like <gasps> oh my god and like just started like loudly wow. sobbing and wow. i was like ooh Jesus. what like no, everyone was like oh like like you could feel the whole right, theater right. like tense oh, wow. and go like really yeah <laughs> <laughs> no you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. um and then a couple people like once the credits rolled for a little longer like started clapping because like you could tell everybody wanted to like clap at the yeah, end it was right. so good yeah and like it, it it was just so awkward though because mm, that girl was just I like see. so loudly crying and I was like wow this is not about this movie this is about some shit you did not deal with yeah. in your life or something yeah. and now you're loudly crying in public and yeah. making a whole giant a room full of strangers yeah. feels so weird oh my god yeah so that's why I didn't cry but <laughs> <laughs> it is cry worthy word it is yeah cry worthy clearly yeah yeah it's, it's very good <laughs> It's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga does an incredible job. Bradley Cooper does an incredible mm, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many great random folks in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it really feels like you understand what it's like to, like, be on the road. And, right, like, be right. a singer that goes out on stage and, like, whatever. And it's just, like, it feels so, like, warm and yummy at, like, mm-hmm. so many points, you know? Mm-hmm. For people who, like, want to have, like, kind of a fairy tale mm-hmm. vibe, it right. has that element oh, to cool. it. Oh, cool. Which is right, really right. awesome. Because then, you know, a lot of it is, like, really fucked up and, like, right. deals with addiction. Yeah, and, right. Like, addiction and fame and identity mm-hmm. and, like, what what are we asking of people and, like, mm-hmm. does it really matter if I, like, change my hair or, like, mm-hmm. whatever, all this mm-hmm. shit. But then, like, also there's just, like, a huge chunk in the section where it's just like, oh my god, she's this random girl and he fell in love with her. Right, right. You know, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, it. that part is like really wonderful. It makes me want to go see it again. Word, okay. You know, because even like the hard stuff, like all on top of it. Yeah, It's just like, it's such a wild ride. And it's really gorgeously shot. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Really gorgeously shot. And they, he really gives you, uh, like the one review that I heard before I saw it, which I try not to, but Mm -hmm. the one thing that I heard before it was that like, Bradley Cooper, because he directed it. Yes, yeah. Too. Um, he really gives you time to mm-hmm. get to know each character in, like, an emotional way. Mm. So, like, even if there's not a lot of dialogue, there'll be, like, just a long, steady shot of, like, the actor just hanging out on camera, like... Oh, wow, yeah. ...doing their thing. Right, Really, right. like, letting you in on this character and really letting you form an emotional attachment to them, which is why it's so fucking long off. Right, right. But also the songs. Like, he has oh, sure. songs in it. Word, he yeah. He doesn't give you, like, a verse and a chorus. The clips. Yeah, He'll yeah, give yeah. you the whole fucking song. Nice, nice. Which is nice. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is, like, it's refreshing. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, if you're... Especially since they're originals. Right. It's not like, yeah, yeah, and then you go into this part, and then it's yeah. the part, and then you go yeah. to another part, and we get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they're good songs yeah. and they're well sung mm-hmm. and they're not lip synced. Right. And it's yeah. not sung by somebody else, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ugh, it's such a good movie. I'm so excited to see it. it is really when you good. were saying too, we were talking a little bit last night also just about sort of the struggles of being an artist and like Oh yeah, maybe it, it made you me all the way to Timbuktu. <laughs> but <laughs> that part, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that triggered me all the way to Timbuktu. Um yeah, cuz she's, you know, a <laughs> cater waiter and um Word. been there. And uh-huh. um yeah, and like she's like singing in 
in a drag house, mm. and she's the only girl that's allowed to sing. Mm, oh wow! Because they, she used to be a server there. And right, right. Her, mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. You were saying and, the um, drag scene was really cool. It right? was. It's so yeah. amazing because it's Bradley Cooper's like this yeah. rough old Southern uh-huh. singer with uh-huh. twang, and he was like, "This is a drag bar," <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, honey, it is." And he's like, "All right, very cool." And just kind of like gets a drink, amazing, and, like, hangs out. And I'm like, I yes. love it. Yes. It just, yeah, you just like fall in love with Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. so quickly. Word, yeah. It's like one of the first scenes of the movie. And uh-huh. like Anthony Ramos is in it from Hamilton. Oh, no way. Cool. Yeah, and he's her, he plays her best friend. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh my God, you're here. Uh-huh. And like he's like bugging out and he's like, uh-huh. you have to listen to my friend sing. This is my friend uh-huh. she's singing. And he's like, is she going to really sing or is she going to do that karaoke thing? You know, and they're like, no, no, she's really singing. She's really singing. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. You know, like it was just like so funny yeah, and yeah. like so cool. And like all the drag queens mm-hmm. are like, okay, mister, who are you? Mr. Uh-huh. Gruff and Tumble. And he's like, oh, me. You know, like, <laughs> I love it. It's, just, oh, like, yeah. it's a really fun like, yeah, yeah. exploration of like two cultures kind of coming yeah, together. Yeah, different worlds. Yeah, coming together quite yeah. beautifully, it seems. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody, and like, I don't know, in my brain, I'm like, if anybody can pull those two weird dichotomous like cultures together, it's Gaga. Yeah, you know, definitely. Especially with like what she was doing with Joanne and stuff. Like, yeah. it's kind of crazy, all the stuff that she was doing. That's very true. Um, it's, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and she can she can sing like any genre oh, is a hundred percent what this movie also shows off. Word. And like she's just there with her brown hair and she talks about mm-hmm. her like really Italian nose. Oh and I'm, yeah. Like, I just had so many moments. Oh my god. In watch while, while watching that movie. <laughs> and um, yeah, and just kind of like the struggle of like wanting to be an artist and like the idea that he kind of says over and over again is like anybody can be an artist, anybody can be talented. But you just have to have something to say. Mm -hmm. You just have to know what you want to say. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And, like, some people challenge that in the movie. And Mm -hmm. some people, like, add on to that idea. And, like, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, if you're, what, another thing that I heard was, like, if you're feeling stuck as an artist, it's a good movie to see. And I would agree with that. I wouldn't say it's not, it's not, like, ooh, mad inspiration. Sure. You know, whatever. But it's, like, also... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really good movie for yeah. us to see. Cool. Yeah, it's something that I think we can all be like, whoa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. same. You Word, know, there yeah. can be little parts in mm-hmm. any in in a lot of the characters, mm-hmm. not just Bradley Cooper, not just Lady Gaga, but like in a lot of the characters mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, same, or like, oh, word, that's crazy. Word. Uh, question. Yeah. What is Dave Chappelle doing in it? Oh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> he popped up in the trailer. I was like, what? He's so good in it, too. He's just like... He's, he's been going to the gym. I saw him in his sleepless stuff. Like, look, at, look at you. <laughs> he's doing so good. He also he also has, like, a really interesting take on, oh. on it, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, he is a, an old childhood friend of Bradley Cooper's. Okay, it? got it. Um, And he, like, I mean, his, like, him and his, who, the people who play his family mm-hmm. have, like, it's, again, it's not, like, a huge part because it's, sure. like... Nobody really has a huge part except for Gaga and, and Bradley right, Cooper. Right, like even yeah. Gaga's best friend doesn't have like that many scenes. Right. You know Which what I mean? Which makes sense. They're on the yeah, road. Yeah, it's and, about like, them and it's about yeah. like, the whirlwind that's happening around right, them. And right. like how he brings her into the like eye of the tornado, essentially. Right. Um but yeah, he plays like his old friend from home. Uh-huh. Essentially I see. in okay. Arizona. And um yeah, and Gaga gets to like meet them and it's God. Kind of, yeah, okay. And, and then it becomes like a whole there's like a whole beautiful scene that happens mm-hmm. with him and and like his friends from home. And okay, uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, that I won't spoil. But no, don't tell me. Don't yeah, tell he's us. great. Yay! Okay, I mean, great. he does great. And like again, and like Sam, I think it's Sam Gold. Okay, the guy with that 
that with like the white oh, hair and the my mustache, like exactly Mr. Western himself. Yes, yeah, yes. He, uh-huh. He's in it. Sam Elliott. Sam right? Elliott. Sam, Elliot? Sam Gold is a theater director. Sorry, Sorry guys. Um, Sam <laughs> Elliott. Alex. He plays, <laughs> he plays Bradley Cooper's older brother. Oh, fun. That's perfect. And I did see a tweet that was oh kind God, of real. So much it was rough. Like, yeah, where it, was like, where it was like Bradley Cooper. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> yes. Then it was like Sam Elliott. Grumble, grumble. Sniff, grumble. <laughs> and then it was like a star is born. Oh, my like, God. That's amazing. <laughs> like, That's hey, really funny. I mean, kind of, but I really like that. We saw him at Sundance, remember? We did. We saw him in real life. Yeah. He looks great. He looks, yeah. Just <laughs> I was going to say, he, he looks, looks fantastic. The same. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> he looks the exactly same like you would expect. Yeah. Except he had like a beanie on. Didn't he did he? have a beanie. It was cold. Yeah, it was real cold. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. And someone was like, oh my God, I'm a big fan of your work. And he's yeah. like, thank you very much. Yeah, and exactly. Got in his yeah. Car and we were like, that's great. <laughs> we didn't say that, but we, we just not. were like, we were just like, yeah. We just like waved behind. <laughs> we did. The person. Smiled and waved. Yeah. I don't like to bug people, but no, if no. they're already looking my direction, I'll wave. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was great in it. Um, and I love the gruff grumbling. They had there was a lot of motion in that gruff. Yeah, grumbling. yeah. Oh my god, always. It's actually gruff men dealing, trying to Feeling deal with things. their emotions, yeah. like trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, it's important. More men should do shit. that. Yeah, I mean, and that's part of, I mean, part of it is when they, you know, part of the interesting plot points mm-hmm. in this movie is when they can't, right, and yeah, like what they yeah. resort to and right. whatever, mm-hmm. and it's you know. It's toxic. It is. Um, yeah. It's Great. It's a really, wow. It's just, there's so many really <laughs> evocative moments that like I remember and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. <laughs> ah, that was such a, that was such an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. She's got her hands on her little cheeks. My hands are on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, a star is born. A star is born. I'm gonna I haven't see seen any of the week. old ones either. Oh, you haven't? No, I need to. Yeah. I got to. There's a Barbara one. Watch the, I was going to say. There's a fucking Judy someone. Garland one. Yeah. There's like seen apparently two other ones. I know before that, and I'm like, what? I know so many. I know I gotta watch. Yeah, um, I'm gonna oh, see it this week. Perfect. That's my plan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good plan. Great. What did you see that was like Oscar Beatty? So I also, so I also went to the movies by myself. Woo! I was in uh, the District of Columbia visiting mm-hmm. my madre, and um, yeah, one night she was like out doing having a fancy dinner with her boyfriend and i was alone so i was like <laughs> i'm gonna go to the movies and watch fahrenheit 11 9 oh my god so i was in dc and i had to um fun fact right outside the theater they were selling maga gear which was insane yeah, so walk out of the movie theater explain too. what fahrenheit 11 9 is fahrenheit 11 9 i didn't know what it was Word. It's, not, it's not well marked it's not marketed the way a star is born is being marketed no it honest. is not it's yeah it's very <laughs> it's yeah it's uh, a michael moore documentary his latest documentary uh-huh. um it's uh so he made a documentary called Fahrenheit 9-11 about september 11th and the response to it um right. and uh so it, the Fahrenheit 11.9 referring to election night 2016 was mm. November 9th. Um, it was marketed as a like a, a movie basically about Trump and how he got elected. Um, right. But it was uh, not that, mm. actually. I actually – so, okay, I have mixed feelings about Michael Moore in general. Mm-hmm. I suspect if we were to talk, we would agree on a lot. Um but I don't know about uh, sometimes his work. I find it to be uh, propaganda, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah, um, which you know it, it is what it is, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily the best way to get a message across. Yeah, uh, I mean it is 
you know, psychologically, but I mean, like, in terms of making, <laughs> you know, lasting change and actually, you know, hitting people in where I think really successful documentaries make people feel things. Mm-hmm. And I don't always think that's what happens in his. I think you get mad. I think you get fired up. Right. But I think he designs it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said it's not that... Su- it's not a sustainable, though. No, it is kind not. Kind of anger. Yeah, you forget about it. And kind yeah. Of, yeah. You get worked up that night. Exactly. Like, I'm going to do so many things. Yep. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, what yes, movie did exactly. I even watch? Yeah. Yeah. I hear it similar. Like, uh, what the hell if I've heard. That was, a lot of people That was how I felt when time. I watched that fracking documentary. Word. Yes, you were what talking that about called? that. Um, shit, I don't remember. Fuck. That was no. like, it was like a big... Yeah, it was I a don't big remember. deal. It was like... I don't remember the title. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like the next day I was like, oh my God, I have to pay attention to what is happening in this country when it comes to fracking. And I like freaked out and I was like, I have to be a part of this. I need to be a part of the movement for (laughs) climate change. And like I freaked out. And then like like, two days later I was like, what's that movie called (laughs) again? And I was like doing a project on it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so weird. Yeah. 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 It's that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, You know, there's still movies and it still, I think, needs to be a story. And I think this one, while not entirely being, you know, I think the type of documentary that would fall into that category that Mm -hmm. I would like, you know, I do think this was different. And I, this is stuck with me, but in a very specific way, I found that there's sort of one seed that has stuck with me that is I think actually a really important seed. Okay. And I think he did well on that. And it's basically that we just need to do something, you know? Yeah. And it sounds really basic, but I want to explain a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Cause I think it's and, and I think it's also a movie that uh even though it is a Michael Moore documentary, I think that it's something that it doesn't really matter what your political leaning is. I think anybody can watch it because <laughs> and and nope, but they won't. <laughs> I know, I know they won't. I know because it's Michael Moore, of course, right? You know, and I get it. Yeah, and that I'm not saying that they will, mm-hmm. but I really do think that they could because it is not. This is not a liberal documentary. Okay, he slams everybody. Okay, <laughs> um, it's for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think it's interesting that he never went after conservatism. Only Trumpism. Okay. He made a very clear distinction. Sure. Um, which is honestly a bigger thing than I ever thought Michael Moore would do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he really slams what I think the term, I think the term would be neoliberals. Um, mm. But honestly, all of us, <laughs> the entire left. Yeah. Um, for a variety of different reasons, for complacency, for selective outrage. It's interesting that he didn't. He didn't slam the establishment left? Oh, yes. He definitely did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Neoliberals not... Uh, what do you mean by that? Explain that Neoliberals, term. I'm thinking... Yeah. No, I am thinking like the of per- the establishment. Oh, the establishment. Like the Obamas, okay. the... Okay. Because I think of neoliberals as mm-hmm. being like the progressive Bernie movement. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think That's of them more as that the that progressive word, left. The word, yeah, know? but I just think like the word neo meaning uh-huh. new. Sure. I just right. think like the new liberalism being more sure, progressive sure. and more left. Than, See, like, and the thing is the, the far left hates neoliberalism. You know, the to that and i don't know there's too many terms, i mean it is just semantics you know? it is all but semantics. to me it doesn't make any sense to call the establishment neo that's that's fair yeah Do you know what i mean because if we're talking like neo-nazis we're not right. talking about original right nazis well i think like, that, like, yeah no that's very like that. true it means new that's very true yeah it is semantics i just think the thinking behind it i think is that what we would have considered liberals nowadays mm-hmm. is centrist and oh uh-huh now you know the quote-unquote establishment is 
not center. You know what I mean? Is Even not as centrist. As centrist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but then the establishment, we also kind of think of like the people that made sure that Bernie didn't get the nomination. Exactly. You right. Know? And that's very, and that's accurate. You know, right. I mean. And the, that's who he's also talking about. Yes. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, he's also slamming those people. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. He's really talking about the left. And I think there's a little bit of a, um, how do I put this without spoiling? I mean, it's all, it all happened. Glorification uh-huh. of the sort of progressive wave that's happening yeah. now where you're having a lot of progressives running for office for uh-huh. this midterm election, please vote. But, um, yeah. I think I think that was a little bit glorified, and I think it was a little bit um, overstated. He was, yeah, he was glorifying. Yes, and yeah, but I do think that the main point of it was that it doesn't even matter what side you're on or what you believe. The point is that so many of us are unhappy with the current dysfunction yeah, of mm-hmm. our government. Yeah, and that that's something that it doesn't matter left, right, center, super yeah. left. You know, it's right. like. He very much, I mean, far was right was far that, right. He, he was, was like, no Nazis. That we have but to be, in, we have to engage. We have to if engage. We're, if we're yes. unhappy with the way things are going, we have to engage. Exactly. It's like what you took from it. Yeah. And it yeah. sort of ended. All right, word. <laughs> but, yeah, right? Sure. And I think it was interesting that he didn't, it was sort of like, yes, we should all vote, but in, you know, realistically, there's going to be a lot of people who think that we can't change things matter. from the inside. Yeah. But he was saying, I think it was interesting. It was like, you can vote, you can strike, boycott. Make mm-hmm. art, mm-hmm. talk to people, yeah. you know, make people feel awkward, have awkward conversations, broach, you know, find common ground. Mm-hmm. Or, and I think this was the main point, fucking just run for office, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you don't like, if you can't find anyone to vote for, then run, yeah. you know? Because Stop a, complaining well, about like, it. We're, that's the whole idea of, like, this experiment of a country right, is that right. like we're the ones running it yeah that's exactly. supposed to be the idea exactly is and that, like it, it shouldn't be there should be no career politicians right yes it should yeah. be that we're the ones running yeah. the show yeah which is you know not what's happening but <laughs> no it is not no <laughs> that's true supposed right? to be kind of it is right yeah it's quote unquote supposed, supposed to, to be but yeah what happens um yeah that's and i thought that was actually interesting i thought uh I really liked, he spent a lot of time on Flint, mm. which PSA, Flint, Flint still does not have clean water. Yeah, Flint uh, today. Has, yeah. As of October 10th, Flint does not have clean water. October 10th, 2018. 2018. Yep. Yeah. Um, he is from Flint. Uh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. He was very, and he has been in his defense, and one of the things that actually made me like him a lot more over the past few years, so I used to think he was kind of an asshole. Um, he is kind of an asshole. He is, right? He's the first to say that. He is the first to say that. Yeah. Um, but he has been extremely active and extremely vocal about Flint, which is awesome, and mm. has recognized the problem from the beginning, which is that Flint is a majority black city mm-hmm. in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, he talked about Snyder, who's Dan Snyder was the governor mm-hmm. uh, who let it happen, who lied to the powers that be about the poisonous lead levels. Mm-hmm. And um, he really took it out on Obama for when he came to Flint oh, yeah. and had the cup that, of water mm-hmm, and said, PR. give me a cup of water. And yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, but don't give it to your grandma or your kid. Exactly. Or a pregnant lady. Nope. Or anybody who has immune issues. Or it's like, they that's still, not clean water. They still recommend you boil it, regardless that's, of that's who you are. That's not clean water. It's not clean water. Even um, if they didn't recommend you boil it. If you I know. If yeah. you weren't able to give it to the sick yes, and I know. the young and the old, yeah. it's not clean. It's not clean water. And that's not clean. Right, right. 
um yeah they say quote unquote it's not a fucking roller coaster i know like where it's like it's fine if you're fine yeah hold I know. on tight like, right no, exactly yeah um and i think one of the things that sort of disillusioned him was probably sort of the way that the mainstream left sort of forgot about flint yeah it seemed to be really what fired him up and be like oh my god i hate and now, this, and now you know? it's now it's something that people like will just throw into something. That's true. If they're having yes. an argument about something and yep. they're angry about something, mm-hmm. they'll re-remember Flint yeah. and go, oh, and also, by the way, yeah. Flint doesn't yes. have clean water. <laughs> like, they just like to throw Our it on friends. top of some yeah. other bullshit. And I'm like... It's true. It's true. Yeah, but you didn't give a shit about that till like, you started you arguing with this person. Argument. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, you know, and it's so like... True. We also just need to think about, in general, if that's happening in Flint, Michigan, yeah. that got a bunch of publicity... Right. You got to know that that's happening other places. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's the, why that's I got upset thing. about that fracking documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Our, your water isn't as clean as you might think. No, it's like not. we live in New right. York City, we take that shit for granted. We do. Yeah. Like people people think it's weird that I drink water straight from the tap here and yeah. I'm like New York City for sure has very clean water because yeah. there is so many intense regulations. Exactly. And they yeah. actually put fluoride and bullshit in the water right. because they're like, too many people would die. Yeah. It would be a disaster. It would be too, too many. Imagine? Because yeah. there are just too many people here millions that would die. And millions and millions and millions. It would be, be horrible. a huge issue because yeah. a lot of rich people are here. Exactly. And yeah, that's that it. would be a problem. Yep. You know what a I mean? A lot of rich people. Yeah. Ugh. So, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But. Anyway. Anyway, his, his work on Flint, I thought, was the highlight of the whole documentary. He also talked about the West Virginia teacher strike, which was good. I'll mm-hmm. be a little bit too short. I think if you didn't already know what was going on, you'd be like, wait, what? Um, yeah. But uh, he talked a lot about Parkland. And it was interesting because he really seemed to, I'm just going to, the last shot mm-hmm. was Emma Gonzalez, who is one of the mm-hmm. uh, Parkland survivors who's been an extremely, activist. yes, yeah. an anti-gun activist. Uh, she, it just sort of ended on a shot of her in front of like thousands and thousands of people which was really but yeah that i mean yeah that's very just sort of, of yeah like, yeah she's a young teenage girl yeah you can be an activist right. too exactly something terrible yeah. that doesn't need to happen to you and that's the other thing that is really interesting to me about mm. parkland is um i forget who it was but it was somebody else that had gone to parkland mm-hmm. that was talking about all of the activism going around mm-hmm. and um they were like an alum it was like a some actress that was mm-hmm. like an alumni right and she was much older. And she was like, what people don't realize is that, like, at Parkland, they're they're very into teaching you about activism. Right. Like, oh, they wow. teach you wow. about, like, civil, you know, discourse mm-hmm. and, like, you know, government and stuff like that. And they're like, that's a huge part of, like, why I went there was because, like, right. my parents were activists. And they're like, this is a great school for you because, like, this, you know, this, yeah. that, the other. Yeah. They teach you how to be an engaged member of mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. They put a big – they've always had, like, a big kind of – emphasis on that right. in general and that's why those survivors have kind of come out in front of this movement it right, wasn't right. just because like that was the straw that broke the camel's back of yeah, the school shootings yeah. it was like no a shooting happened in a place where right, there were right. kids who were already brewing and ready to become sure activists, right and right. they were already going to be activists yeah regardless yeah. of this tragedy that now happened to yes, them and then right. that catapulted them into well right. this is the thing that i'm really exactly gonna stand i'm about. doing it now yeah, i'm gonna do right. it now and i'm gonna yeah. stand up right now but like these kids would have become Definitely. civil servants right, regardless right. almost because Definitely, that was kind yeah. of apparently the way that that the culture mm-hmm. of that high school had always been that's really interesting which is something that i feel like n- nobody talks about and no nobody is really recognized because i'm like why are these kids so fucking good at this i know they really Shit, are yeah fuck. like yeah. our kids our little kids 
little kids are teenagers <laughs> and yeah. young people like just more eloquent now because right. they have more shit to read or whatever but it's right. like it was partly that but it was yeah. also partly how they kept referencing their teacher and like this right. class or whatever yeah. they're talking about yeah that's what that was wow it's so just about training civ- yeah right. it was about like civil disobedience right. it was right. about like being engaged and being like aware of what public discourse is right and stuff right like that and how it works that's crazy yeah so it's just about yeah no, I wouldn't even say training. That that word kind of scares me. But like sure, awareness. Sure. Okay, right. Like m- making young people aware. Sure. Okay. Of like this kind of world of civil discourse. Sure. Because right, right. God knows, I wouldn't have known if I hadn't. I literally elected to take an advanced placement mm-hmm. um, government class. Oh yeah. And yeah. even in that class, I found it to be like wildly conservative because mm-hmm. I was in a mm-hmm. Catholic school. Mm-hmm. But also, like I don't know. I just I just felt like I, it took kind of reading between the lines and on my own in the actual textbook mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me to get any kind of information about how our government works. Right, right. Or how civil, you know, so like, because, like, you're, the government is one thing and then, like, yeah. the punditry is another. Exactly. You know? No, it's like, true. It's true. It's a whole other thing. And it's a I whole beast, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I wouldn't have known about that. Right. And then, having co- and then coming to NYU where, again, activism is just kind of sewn into... It is, yeah. The, yeah. you know... The fabric, the fabric of... the culture of, uh, Especially yeah. of Tish, you know. Definitely. Of... of the art school it's yeah. very much like be aware of what's going on yeah, yeah. um put that into your art right it right. will make it better and like yeah what do you yeah. t- like you know talk about something exactly have something to say right right um, yeah i found that interesting definitely yeah um yeah but i i think i think yeah that's really interesting mm-hmm. and i think it's an interesting look at that i think it was 20 minutes too long <laughs> documentary <laughs> was about 20 minutes too long yeah. um i think it could have brought all these sort of different aspects together a little bit better and mm-hmm. a little bit faster, you know? Yeah. Uh, he kind of waited till the end to bring it all together, which was, like, fine. It worked. Um, but yeah. Um, definitely in the middle, I was like, wait, are we talking about the election, <laughs> you know? Right, um, yeah. Which where, we, where and did then, we go? Yeah. yeah. Um, the beginning was very funny, <laughs> honestly. It was mm-hmm. election night. <laughs> they kept, like, cutting back and forth to the Hillary headquarters and playing that stupid fight song. <laughs> oh, God. It was, But it was very comedic. Yeah. You know, it was like... Uh, Too soon. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely, like, felt red, but I was like, oh, that's accurate and very funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I think it just sort of... Yeah, I would, I would like to just leave everybody with the uh the the i the idea that mm. um if you don't believe that you can change something you will ignore it yeah. and um if you do then you, you definitely you definitely won't take change action. it yeah. yeah you definitely won't change the thing if you don't if you don't do anything about it yeah. but like there's if there's the off chance you have any kind of incremental yeah fucking you know and even if influence? it seems small it's like yeah i just I think it's really important that everyone remember that. And I think especially if you're feeling pessimistic, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people lot, on yeah. and all the different political spectrums are feeling. So I encourage, you know, even if you don't see the documentary, which is fine, I understand. Yeah, I just I probably think, won't watch it personally. Word. Okay. Because again, I'm, I'm the same as you. I don't really like Michael Moore. Sure. Right, right. You know, I'm just like, I don't need someone screaming the things that I think that I, like, I, I think, again, like, I agree with a lot of what he's probably going to say. Right. And I yeah. don't need him to yell at me about it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's totally and part fair. of me goes like, and as a conservative person probably would never see a Michael Moore documentary sure. either. Like, I, yeah. I know plenty of people that I, I've grown up with mm-hmm. and that people from my hometown that are 
deeply fucking conservative and they would never spend right, money on right. a Michael Moore documentary. And that's you know? fine. And, and that's, that's fine. fine. Yes. And But at the same time, like, you know, maybe it is good for somebody who's just like, I would like to know about what the fuck's going on because I kind of ignored it when it was happening. Yeah. That's kind of, you know. Yeah. That's a good I think it's really important. And I think, I think that even if you don't see the movie, I leave you with, yeah, that notion, do something, don't be afraid to run for office. That's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. And... I really also want people to keep paying attention, especially, you know, the Flint stuff that he did was really awesome. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't look at his work, please pay attention to what's happening. Know that it's still happening and think about there's so many things that we can do on an individual level to help Flint and all the towns like it. So, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just it definitely woke me up a little bit and... So I just, I hope I can spread that in hopefully yeah. a less abrasive way than he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And go fucking vote. The midterms are coming up. I know. Just, I just don't, you're not allowed to talk to me about politics if you don't vote. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, it's just, if you, yeah, you can't there complain. are so many places in which people cannot consistently vote. Yeah. It's a it's and definitely we have a privilege. more elected representatives than I'm pretty sure just about any other democracy right. currently active. Right. And we are not even a direct democracy, we're a public democracy. Yeah. We're in charge. Right. Yeah. We're their bosses. It is. It's true. So yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean the, it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take yeah. that long. It's not that it hard. Doesn't. You can you can find all the info on the line. Like yeah. I, in the seventies maybe it would be like, where do I go even? I right. don't know. I need a pamphlet, whatever. Yeah. It's like just Google it. It's easy, <laughs> so easy, it's fast. I would think I would say my advice is always, even if you don't believe in it, it really does not take any time. Yeah. If you're trying to make a statement, I mean it is true that non voters are the largest quote unquote political party mm. in the United States, but we can't change the two-party system. If y'all would, uh, unless vote, would vote we elect in, people who are going to change the yeah. two-party system. And like if you, y'all would vote for like American Idol back in the day and like yeah. I mean, what is your voice really going to matter in that? But yeah. like y'all maybe called in. Yes. Back right, in the day right. people called in to yeah. American Idol and more people voted in that than the election. Yeah. And you and who cares if Ruben Studdard is a part of your world? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like yeah. these other people <laughs> will affect you. Yeah. Especially on the local life. level, please, mm-hmm. please, please vote in the midterms. I get the whole thing with the electoral college if you're disillusioned with that, but I still think you should vote. But mm-hmm. that's fine. That's whatever. That's a different conversation. This midterm, this affects you, especially this midterm. You gotta, you gotta especially vote in the midterms. Term. Vote in your local elections. Your local elections is direct democracy, and that's the people who pave the roads that you live on. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, literally, yeah. and especially in New York, it's like. Come on, if you want to talk to somebody about why the fuck your subway keeps getting shut down on the weekends and at night time. your local Hello. elections. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to those people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. Soapbox. So, and then we also watched Maniac. We finished it. I finished we it. finished it. I finished it a while ago because I have no impulse control <laughs> and I need to finish things immediately. <laughs> I finished it. It was really nice. I cried. Um, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's, I mean... Getting to a, the the thing of, like, we all, like, just need each other a little yeah, bit. I think yeah. that's, like, really what that that whole series kind of left you on. So true. It's, I thought that, that was a, that's a very hopeful mm-hmm. message. It really was. I liked the whole thing where it was sort of, like, yeah, 
people, you go through trauma or you have chemical imbalances mm-hmm. and your brain is a hard thing to control and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like. What I was saying when I first finished it was that like, I, I feel like it was an emotional take on mental health. Definitely. Like it was yes. just like, what is it? Yeah. What is it like to like live through it right. and, and stuff like that and be like, yeah, it's a problem in my life. Yeah. But I can still like fucking live. Right. I can go and when make friends to, and yeah, know? and move to the world. Like you don't have to be like, well, because I'm broken and, that, yes. and that's it. I'm broken. It's like, right. if anything, maniac was like, everybody's broken, man. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's it's fucking true, right? broken. Yeah. Yeah. No, especially the more you find out about the creator of this trial and this yes. drug. Yeah. Right. And, right. You know, the <laughs> wonderful crazy. guest star of Sally Fields. She was awesome. Oh right. God, Wasn't amazing. it amazing? And just like all of that shit, yeah. you know. But then yeah. at the same time, it's like yeah, that, no that relationship. Okay. That relationship wasn't going to be healed. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know, but that's okay. I mean, and, and there was a line that one of the characters delivers. Okay. Something like, I don't remember the line. Unfortunately, it's going to be <laughs> shitty. But it was really eloquent in the series. It was something like, you know, someone was like, "How am I going to get over this?" Mm-hmm. And the other character said, "Like, well, you don't, but you're going to find a way to live." Oh yeah. Okay. You know? So it's Sally Field's character right. is the like machine yeah yeah we're gonna just spoil in this in this part we're gonna spoil because we already talked about maniac in a non-spoiler way okay last week because you didn't finish it i did not so like (laughs) yeah the computer mom yeah which is the one that's like in conjunction with the the drugs right right the trial and stuff turns out that that ai is very much based on his mother yeah who's a therapist yeah who's like a pop culture talk therapist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the computer falls in love with the one researcher who then dies like right. midway through the experiment. Yeah. And she's dealing with grief and she mm-hmm. doesn't know how. And so that's why she starts going rogue and everything yeah. starts going wrong. Right. Crazy, she inserts crazy. herself into everybody's, uh, you like, know, trips. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Drug trip dream yeah, things. Right. That's supposed to help them work through trauma. Mm-hmm. And then he has to bring in his real mother to talk yep. to his like AI mom. To like therapize to therapy. her. Yeah, like. to fucking therapy his yeah, AI yeah, mom. Yeah, right. It's crazy bullshit. And yeah. it's like, wow, Sally Fieldception. And yeah, she does literally. an incredible job acting circles around each other. Oh my god, yeah. Like it's just herself. her. Yeah, it's just her in a room. <laughs> Trying to out act herself. Yeah. yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. And um but Emma Stone's character yeah. is also dealing with loss. Yeah. And she kind mm-hmm. of like it Sally Field who's the AI version yeah. is like, but what am I going to do? I need right. to fucking yeah. steal all of How am I going to get past this? How am I going to do this? Yeah, yeah, I need to steal your consciousness and make it live with me now. Right. And Emma yeah. Stone's like, no, you don't. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but how am I going to get past this? And yeah. she goes like, you don't. Like, yeah. you, it just is something that you can then like carry with you. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Which is something that um, I read in a beautiful play called Marvin's Room. Mm. Oh, that yeah, I also, yeah. That I often reference when I'm mm-hmm. talking about grief is mm-hmm. like, it they it, at some point in the play one of the characters talks about it being a boulder mm-hmm. grief is like a boulder when it right. first hits you you feel right. crushed by it and like you'll never lift it and then slowly it just starts to get smaller until mm-hmm. it's just like a pebble that you carry around in your pocket mm-hmm. right right it's always yeah. there and sometimes you take yeah. it out and you look at it sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little bigger because it's the holidays or whatever mm-hmm. but like it's a pebble right yeah and yeah. you have it yes always right, right. But that's you because, can, but you, you know, can you, can carry you can carry it. a pebble. You can carry it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea. It goes in your, it fits in your pocket. It fits in your pocket. Yeah. And like, that's, yeah, that was a, and that's like a beautiful notion that I've always taken with mm-hmm. me. And I think that like, that's kind of also what Maniac was saying. Yeah, definitely. In, in that moment, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was so good. It was so great. 
some interesting, some really cool stuff with Jonah Hill's story, mm-hmm. too. I thought about family. Yeah. And sort of this whole sort of notion in society and not to you know slam families but like but the you know idea that, that like if your family is toxic your family is toxic yeah, and sometimes right. you need to get out of there yeah right yeah you don't need to be at every event your family isn't necessarily yeah everyone in your family isn't a good person you no. know and it was interesting you know, spoiler but like you know the whole thing i thought His it was brother. really interesting mm-hmm. that jonah hill was sort of hallucinating this 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 character who was who he wished his brother was, who yeah. he wished his brother would be. Grimson. When in, yeah, Grimson. Yeah. When in reality, his brother was this, you know, Monster. sexual predator. Yeah. Self-obsessed, terrible person, you yeah. know? And, and he knew that. Yeah, and, and Jonah Hill's, like, character, you know that they like, talk about it yeah. throughout the whole series. Like, he's supposed to get on the stand yeah. and say that he was with his brother the night that Lie. he was accused of yeah. doing this, of, like, you know, basically sexually assaulting yeah. one of his employees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then eventually, like, evidence gets brought out in court, and it's clear that this guy's guilty, but yeah. Jonah Hill knew that deep yeah, down. And that's part course, of the yeah. reason why he was spiraling. Yeah, right. Which is what right. you come to realize as an audience. Yeah. It's like, part of the reason he's spiraling is that he's like, I know this, my brother is right. fucking the worst person ever, but I just desperately wish that I was a part of this family. Right, and yeah. And they've never yeah. once let me feel like I'm a mm-hmm. part of this family. Mm-hmm. Because I have right. mental health issues. And there was that whole thing about, he was like, what is real? Because, right. you know, he's being forced to lie about this thing that everybody sees. Everybody's I mean, the like, video was, a fucking it was worse. like, you see it, you it's know? Disgusting. And it was this yeah. whole, and so, that was an interesting. And, but then when he goes like, yeah, I have psychological problems. But my brother fucking did it. Yeah. That is my brother. Yeah, like, no, he's like, like, look at it. That's yeah, because like the <laughs> judge asks like, does that man on the tape look like your brother? Right. Yeah. And then he goes, that isn't, he goes, no, it is it doesn't my brother. look like him, it is. Yeah. It is him. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of explodes the whole thing. Yeah. And then, you know, his brother's like, I'm gonna fucking kill And him. he had lied before. He's like, I'm sorry for lying. It's my yeah. brother. Like, he's like, I, he wasn't with me. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. whole thing. And, um, yeah, coming to terms with like, he was like, yeah, I'm going through a hard time, yeah. but it's not going to make it any better by doing something I know it's not is right. not right. Yeah, you know, this whole yeah. idea that like for the family, for the family, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, kind of gets yeah. drilled into him, and he's like, for what family? You guys right. have never supported me yeah. or helped me in any way, right? <laughs> you know? And you could see, like, I thought in that yeah. third hallucination it was really interesting mm-hmm. that he, when the way he saw his family's like these thugs, and his dad put a drill through this guy's head, you yeah. know, quote unquote for the family, and it was right. like. Yeah, exactly. And then he Yikes. starts taking out his brothers. Yeah, like, what? right. And like, yeah, it's just the idea of that, like, it's not a family. No, exactly. It's, it's just the not. dysfunction is insane. insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, just uh, there's a lot of really great ideas. And like, there's just like really cool fucking visuals and like, very, yeah. They like jump through different genres. So fun. Oh my like, God. Yeah. Yeah. It was just gorgeous yeah it really is it's please watch it everybody it's, it's gorgeous great. it's so weird yeah and you it's actually to, funny too yeah. i mean i know it's we, we just talked about all this heavy shit but it's funny but it's genuine okay the part that i was talking about before in the last yeah. episode that we talked about maniac when yes. i said that jonah hill is swinging for the post and he's being so funny and yeah. like the one really intense scene uh-huh. is when emma stone doesn't know that she's like her character right, right. and she's just like fighting all the spies and he's playing that oh, like right that like oh my Icelandic God. guy or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like accidentally <laughs> killed the alien yeah yeah and he goes like oh you yes. are good with yes. guns <laughs> oh wow or whatever and that he's was just amazing. He's being so yeah. funny yeah and like yeah, I just thought that that was great. Like, because it was that just whole such segment a, was so funny. It was like it was so heavy up to that yeah, point. But right. then you see him see her, see yeah. Emma Stone, and go like, oh wait, 
good they're back together good yeah. good good because they kept separating yeah, them right but then like he's just being such a dip it's so, so funny, funny. Yeah. that was a really he's funny like, scene oh ernie was my yeah. friend his and he's accent talking about, like, the, his fucking alien, the alien. friend yeah. and they were like no that alien was trying to murder all of humanity yeah. you actually yeah. did a great thing i know like, yeah what no he was he's so like, kind of yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah he's just being so they're funny. like his people are coming now <laughs> yeah they're like the laser is gonna hit the earth yeah right right it was just real funny it was great um yeah watch 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 maniac even though we spoiled some stuff just then if you haven't seen it you should def def watch it yeah yeah all right well if you skip through the maniac part because there are spoilers then hello hi welcome back (laughs) 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 hi welcome back um i also just quickly yes and like literally right before we recorded yeah i think i was just like waiting for Liv to come home and i was like i'll put this movie on it's a netflix original Mm -hmm. how intense could it be it was so good <laughs> it's called private life uh-huh. it's got katherine hahn and paul giamatti in it oh my god and this girl kaylee carter who's was apparently in godless and now she's going to be in some new yeah. movie and she's oh, yeah. she kills it in this fucking thing it's so good it's about them trying to get pregnant right. and they're like this like weird artist couple that's like dysfunctional and like mm-hmm. they're like oh shit we missed the whole thing where we we're supposed to have a baby before and now mm-hmm. we're old and oh, fuck <laughs> they try different like ivfs and they're trying mm-hmm. adoption and they're trying all this shit and then mm-hmm. you know they hit up his stepniece who's like a 25 year old like college dropout fuck up never graduated Ooh. trying to figure out how to be a writer yeah. wants to crash with them on their couch uh-huh. in the east village Word. she like rolls into town and they're like Hey, um, you got some eggs? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Yeah. And it's crazy. And, like, it really takes you through, like, how painful and hard it is for, like, people who are trying to conceive. I think that that was, like, a really gorgeous thing for them to lend their voices to, both Catherine Hahn and Paul Giamatti. Mm Because, like, you just love them when they get on screen. Yeah, right, right. Like, either of them. You just Mm -hmm. care so much about them. Mm -hmm. And they, like... It really is from, like, everything that I've heard from people mm-hmm. just tangentially and, like, yeah. online and stuff. People who try to conceive. It's such a difficult process. Yeah. And it's yeah. so much money. And, right. Like, yeah. It really takes a toll on your relationship mm-hmm. and your relationship with other people. Yeah. And, like, Molly Shannon plays this, like, really, like, kind of uppity woman who's just not dealing with her own menopause. Mm-hmm. And, like, is so judgy of them. And oh, she's, uh-huh. she's uh, the niece's mom. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh... Yeah, like, she's a great kind of, like, foil to their, mm-hmm. like, artsy, like, Manhattan-ness. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really good. And there's a bunch of, like, references to theater stuff in mm-hmm. it that, like, if you know theater stuff, watch this movie. Word. Because, <laughs> like, there's one point they're, like, fighting and Paul Giamatti just, like, almost looks at camera and goes, uh-huh. why do I feel like I'm in a Wendy Wasserstein play? And I, like, laughed so loud. And I'm like, that's such a specific niche mm-hmm. joke. Oh, God, it's wonderful. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> but if you read the Heidi Chronicles, you would. I just, I know. I know. Just bear with me. My okay. theater friends are going to be like, oh, word? Like, yeah. Anyway. Word. Yeah. Or she's like, um, this guy, do you think he's attractive? And she's like, I don't know. I've never thought of him that way. And she's like, I feel like he's like, he, I think he is. I think he's attractive. I think he's like a Sam Shepard character where he's like broken, but kind of hot. <laughs> and the guy is he's like kind of weird looking but he's like and he's like clearly deeply sad but like also kind of cute at the same time Uh yeah anyway i liked that movie a lot it's a netflix original they just fucking 
churning They're shit out. They're cranking it out, man. They're just churning it right out. They shot oh, this yeah. in the fucking West Village. Yeah, that's insane. Because they were like on the street for like the doctor's appointments and stuff. And I was like, I know that street. That's right, right. Genuinely in the West Village, yeah, which is yeah. crazy. Because apparently they live on, like in the movie, they live on Ave and Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're in a, like a rent control department. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, shit, man. That's insane. Yeah. I know. That's cool. They actually shot it there. I know. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. The, the apartment is still like a little big. Okay. For, mm. Well, yeah. You know, but that's movie because they yeah. have to. Well, they have to be Get able the to cameras put the cameras in, in yeah. the building. Yeah. Yeah. So like I the lights and the yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah. a. So it's like production. either they build it on a set where they right. can take yeah. out walls, or they have right. to get something that's a little a big apartment. Bigger. Yeah. yeah. But they made it look the way that people who own their apartment, the where, way that their yeah, apartments yeah, yeah. look. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Where they have like yeah. books stacked in the fake fireplace yes yeah and you know yeah, what yeah. i mean and like floor to ceiling mm. shelves right you right. know of mm-hmm. books because like she's a writer and he he's like an a theater maker that doesn't Word, really make yeah. theater anymore but now sells artisanal pickles at the farmer's market dope you know it's just like of yes i know these people oh yeah definitely and they live <laughs> they on taught me class six. Yeah. you know they, yeah. they sent me emails at four in the morning about like, my essay yeah and i was like what are you doing up yeah you know yeah. And they're like well i don't know i had to take preparing, the dog out yeah preparing my pickles yeah I'm going to the farmer's market tomorrow morning <laughs> preparing my pickles <laughs> gotta put them in a Checking jar on them seal them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it just, again, it has, like, a real, a lot of, there's a lot of, like, really hard moments in it, but again, it's, like, it's a, it's also kind of, like, a cozy movie. Word, like, yeah. It's very, like, the, the vibe and the tone of it is very, like, get under the blankets, get, like, a nice, you know, mulled wine going, mm-hmm. and just, oh, wow. like, and, yeah, and just think about some shit that you don't, I mean, if, I don't, I... Have never tried to have a baby before. <laughs> yeah, and the, in fact, I've I mean, done just quite the age. opposite. Yeah. I've very much tried to not ever be pregnant. Amen. <laughs> like, that's because I'm in my early twenties. Yeah, but you know, like it just seems like it. W- it was really nice to see something that I haven't really seen the struggle. Yeah, be yeah. documented in such a specific way for sure, and in a really yeah. evocative way. Um, and it was just—it's a really sweet, kind movie. I'm gonna watch that too. Yeah, highly recommend. Great. You guys do it too. Great. Netflix. God, I wonder. Oh God, what time is it? Do you have a? Do you have a? Do you, have, you know what time it is? I think it's time for the internet junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so forced. I know. Oh, it's so forced. Okay, I got that note. Here's the thing. Okay. The wonderful, beautiful NYU professor who I've. I have kept in touch with uh-huh. after graduation, and she said that she was going to listen to this podcast, and I think she yeah. maybe listened to, like, one episode. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if she continued to listen to it. She's well, much more highbrow than I. So but sure. um, she, she was like, yeah, it seems like you really do the whole, like, podcast thing where you, like, say <laughs> things about social media, <laughs> say your full name, oh and I was like... Yeah, it's really awkward because it's just it in is. our kitchen. And she's like, yeah, I can tell it feels forced. It's <laughs> like, wow. Woo. She really called us out. But um, I think the it feeling forced is good because that means that the rest of it is just us com- like having a conversation. That's true. Yeah. It would, it's weird if in a regular conversation I was like, you're Liv Sangor. Oh, no. <laughs> And, you know, you can follow me on Instagram at Alex Shane, O-U-X-S-H-A-N. You know, like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's weird. weird. But that's, yeah. you know, I think that that's just, lend, it just goes to show that the rest of the conversations are just really conversations we would have without it's true. microphones. It is very true. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's nice to hear. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, I took 
the note yes. and I flipped it into a compliment. I love it. Um, <laughs> instead of just trying to make it less awkward. Nah. Nah. Let's lean into the weirdness, <laughs> shall we? Oh my All God. All right. What's your internet junk drawer this week? Liz? My internet junk drawer, mm-hmm. and sticking with my political theme, is Taylor oh Swift. Apparent. So Yo. it's not about Taylor. It's about, honestly, the response to it. It's but Taylor it's, and about Taylor and it's also about Kanye. It is about Kanye. Okay. Yes. Let's but it's take honestly, it back for people. a really f- crazy kind of fun story. So, um, Taylor Swift, uh, bring it all the way back to 2005? I don't know when it happened. I don't know when it happened. Uh, been uh, living under a rocker, or my mother. Uh, t- Taylor Swift at the VMAs one year uh, was given an award for best video or something. Best female music female video. Female sure. Something it was um, something like that. for we... No. For the one with the glasses. I don't remember which one. Anyway. Um, it was so long ago. She's it was had so, so many ago. music videos. She really has. Anyway, anyway, she won. It was the same year Single Ladies came out. Yeah. Kanye West That was music video upset. for Single Ladies, which we all fucking know and love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Kanye West was off his meds again and went up to the stage and uh, took the mic from her and went, I'm real happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Mm-hmm. Um. And that uh, made uh, many, many headlines and uh, has become a meme. And in the meantime, there's been a sort of Kanye versus Taylor back and forth. It's true. Um, Which is what, like, half of her album was about. Exactly. This this past, this reputation reputation album. So, you know, uh, Kanye was very out of line. There was also some controversy with her recording him in a slightly more recent incident. Right, right. And on the political spectrum, Kanye was very famous during the Bush administration for in the middle of a telecast just Uh (laughs) saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. Still funny. um, Yeah, I mean, it was a lot. It was for like, wasn't it for like? It was Katrina. It was Katrina. Oh, okay. okay, Um, okay. But it was like a telethon. It was a telethon. He was standing next to like Bono or something. Yeah, someone like like, that. Wait, what? (laughs) Because it was like not. Well, at the time, you have to consider that. You know, yeah, you do have to consider that it was not what it is now. No. So that was like mind blowing, and yeah. everyone was talking about everyone it. Was like, and wait, what? It's also sort of an under the radar thing. I feel like in the media, where True. everyone was like, "Oh my god, there's so many black people," but like no one said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just did it randomly. Yeah. Um, so that's always been his thing. And Taylor Swift had been notoriously very quiet during the 2016 election, and had also been endorsed. And this is not her fault by a bunch of neo Nazis. True, sucks. Um. And uh, people just thought that the reason they did was because it was safe, because she didn't say anything. So everyone was like, you know, they were like, oh, great. Well, we won't get called out on this shit. Um, She had recently, this past week, uh, posted an Instagram, uh, like, picture? Caption, Caption, right? Caption on her picture. Caption on her picture was basically, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I know what the terms are. (laughs) I know. I've been to the internet. (laughs) Um, Continue. Uh, so, uh, yeah, she, um, basically, like, came out as a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And not even just that. It was more about, she was just saying, like, I can't stay silent on, you know, people who discriminate based on race, based on sexuality. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people in power are being very bigoted. And I endorse, uh, she's from Tennessee, a red state. And she endorses, she endorsed the blue candidates, um, Mm -hmm. very openly. She told her fans to go out and vote. Um, encourage them to get educated on what's going on, and yeah. it was a very political. It post. was very political. Political. Well, and also it we like. Yes. 
This is the part where I admit. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I have no shame. No, you shouldn't. I don't know what you're about to say, but you shouldn't. <laughs> but I think a lot of people would be very surprised mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. That I was and currently kind of still am a very big Taylor Swift fan. Word. Yeah, I have listened fine. to her music since Fearless. And Word. I bought albums <laughs> and I listen to them more frequently than people might know. Word. Which is why I'm doing this weird, awkward voice. <laughs> I know she is. I feel very uncomfortable admitting this. She's got her little hand My arm is very weirdly weird. on the table. I don't understand what's going on. Here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good fucking pop song. And I know. The minute she turned pop yeah. was the minute I paid attention. Word. I heard yeah. teardrops on my guitar and I was like, who's this twangy girl? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. A little dramatic, but mm-hmm. what's going on there? Mm-hmm. But she used to be very country. She did. The country world is ob- is objectively why she broke America in the way that it's true. other recording artists don't. It's true. Yeah. She plays, like, and I've heard this... Described by Ed Sheeran, which is part of the reason why he broke in America. Yeah, right. I mean, and by part, I mean 90% of the reason why Ed Sheeran broke in America was because she brought him on tour with her. Right, right. And she plays stadiums that other pop stars, huge, huge, huge names, Mm -hmm. can never play because they're only played by country stars. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so, weirdly enough, she was able to maintain a lot of her weird country fan base. Mm -hmm. And by saying weird country, I'm not saying like that country is inherently weird. I'm saying that it might be weird that a country fan would listen to this hard hard pop pop record, but it's because she eased them into it. Right. You know, she really did. Like she was singing like about Tim McGraw in a pop way. And then she just started just singing about pop shit. And they're like, I'm still here because I, you know, whatever. Right. Right. There, she's still kind of seen as, as, as part of the country scene. Right. Right. And she brings out country acts like Mm -hmm. on, you know, under her that's big true, pop right, stages, right, and that's a big yeah. deal, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, I think that's part of why she never came out. Definitely, as, that makes you sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Sure. I always had a problem with it. Yeah. I was like, she's yeah. so clearly trying Everyone, to be yeah. like progressive and right. new wave and uh, like a feminist, but also like was having a hard time even saying that she was a feminist. She right. Didn't wanna, yeah. She didn't want to scare off right. a lot of the more conservative. Right. You know country fans that she's had from the beginning totally you know um but i am like really glad that she's kind of starting to come into her own boots definitely right and like be like i'm a person yeah because she is so massively big right yeah like so much bigger than i think a lot yeah like she's like i mean i feel like a lot of times especially in like new york or Mm -hmm. you know around music heads where people see her as being equal to like any other pop star sure right you know like mm-hmm. oh she's the same as like ed sheeran or sure whatever. but it's sure. like mm, there yeah, are that's a true. lot of people who have no idea who the fuck he is that's true who yeah have every single one of her music videos downloaded on her phone that's true you know yeah. on her phone whatever yeah. um she's yeah she's crazy big yeah and yeah. i think that her doing that on instagram is crazy good it is <laughs> and well, it's so intense and well, so and it's made it's a it's, huge deal it's already made a difference yeah. um voter registration in tennessee has skyrocketed yeah since she did that yeah. which is crazy which <laughs> mike huckabee tweeted <laughs> mike huckabee tweeted oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, so to at Taylor Swift 13 has every right to be political, but it won't impact the election unless we allow 13 year old girls to vote still with hashtag Marsha Blackburn. So funny because fuck you, because that's also a huge misconception that it's her, true. Her, her fan teenage base is girls. Young. Yes. Her no, fan base is not young grown anymore. with her. Yeah. I, 
Her family says people our age. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's my point. Yeah. They have grown with, like, when exactly. when they started, exactly. they were 13, but people get older. Yeah. Um, and that's, and I, yeah. And I'm, like, what's crazy is that it's it's kind of a weirdly similar thing, which is what I'm going to talk about yeah. in my internet junk drawer. Yeah. But, um, it's kind of a nebulous thing. Right, right. I'm just going to talk about, like, YouTube a little bit. Word. Okay. And I, I mean, I think, like, your like this story this yeah. specific story yeah. and like also just the fallout of like people being yes. like taylor swift cares more about black people like, yo wait okay <laughs> wait can i just okay here's the thing <laughs> yeah because kanye is yeah. fucking running around in a, a mag hat and here's the thing here's the thing i am beginning more and more i'm coming around to the notion that i think he needs help yeah. um because yeah i think he needs serious help. Yeah. Um, he's and always think, had... And I think that, that that part also makes me think of a lot of the other people that I really like in media yeah. who go, it's not an excuse. You can't be an asshole. No, it's not. Make yeah, make mental health the excuse. No, I think exactly. he definitely needs help. I also think he definitely needs to stop being an asshole. <laughs> he does. No, he definitely does. Yeah. I don't think it... But I do... Yeah, I think um, what Taylor Swift wrote and it won over Black Twitter, Black Twitter freaked the fuck out. Because Black Twitter had a big issue with her... That's true. And the whole white supremacy thing. I mean, yeah. We just wanted her to be like, I don't support Nazis. That was it. I mean, yeah. So we were a little upset. But she for didn't a while. say she didn't say anything about anything for no, a while. No, there. it was just complete. For a while there, yeah. she never said anything about a thing. No politics, right. Right. So she wrote in this thing, there was a she wrote a lot about people of color, black people. We were like, What? There's one line that Black Twitter freaked out about, which was I believe that the systematic racism we see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. And all the black people, my favorite tweets is like, Taylor Swift hears more about black people than Kanye West, and now I have to lay down because that sentence gave me a headache. <laughs> and Roxanne Gay was like, buy a lottery ticket. Anything is possible in this timeline. <laughs> it's there were so all true. pictures of all these black people with like Taylor Swift albums. And they were like, hey, Taylor, I'm a new fan. <laughs> Hi, it was I'm so funny. Here. So Taylor has a lot of black fans yeah. all of a sudden. And like Pete um, Davidson's like monologue on SNL about Kanye was so hilarious. funny. And, he and was so like, true. He was like, a lot of people think that maybe Michael Che should be talking about this because he's, he's black, black. But, um, but, but he's yeah. like, but I'm crazy and we both know which side of Kanye is at the wheel right now. So real. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, but props to Taylor and props to you guys voting. It says 65, this is as of yesterday, 65,000 Americans aged 18 to 29 registered to vote within 24 hours of her post. And that's amazing. That is incredible. That's amazing. They're voting experts and I don't trust any of them anymore, but who literally think they're like, Tennessee could become purple. That's crazy. This many young people yeah. are registering to vote. So yeah. yay. And also look at our power, young people. Yes. That's really, I think that's really inspiring. And I think that's dope. I'm really glad she did that. If she apparently said something at the AMAs that I'm not going to talk about because I didn't watch Watched. it. Uh, yeah, I have to watch it. Um, I was going to do that tonight. I was going to watch some AMA Me too, right? Because I didn't. Uh, I heard Cardi B was great too but anyway we'll yeah. talk about it next week anyway yay I thought that was great that's I think amazing. that's a really crazy yeah, and story I think, and I think that it also it also goes to show like how out of touch we are and a lot of people are with like the demographics of things yeah. because like the fact that Mike Huckabee is like oh 13 year olds like Taylor <laughs> yeah, Swift right, and it's like right. 13 year olds haven't liked Taylor Swift since I was 13 yes it's true yeah we were really young yeah. when she first came out and like we're still listening to her music exactly, and we right. are able to see her evolve and continue to buy her music, which is also like the whole thing. It's like, if you have you listened to Reputation? Like, yeah. It's not, a, it's it's not, not for, an it's album not for, for teenagers. kids. Yeah. No, and it's like, evolving with just her like, fans. Just like Gaga isn't for exactly. teenagers, but she can be. Some, right. some teenagers might listen, but it's like, I was a fan of Gaga. Like, I was obsessed right, with Lady right. Gaga when I was in high school. Right. And like, 
I'm still obsessed with Lady Gaga. Like, oh, I yeah. thought Joanne was amazing, and I'm uh, crying over A Star is Born. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't cry, but we know why. It wasn't because that it wasn't worth it. It was because that girl. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's the same thing, I think, with YouTube. With, like, this, there's mm, a huge yes. crisis going on in, like, the weird YouTube communities uh-huh. of, like, what is, like, a content – like, the, these, like, new content creators – influencers Uh whatever you might call it Mm -hmm. youtubers like a lot of the original crop is like a just kind of quitting like dying out quitting they don't like it anymore they're disappearing Mm -hmm. or they're just getting a lot older now of course and they're starting to kind of like involve some of the older stuff that they do like into their content but something that like zoella which is zoe sug and Alfie Days, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, who goes by the Pointless Blog, mm-hmm. th- something that they address a lot in their videos and in their content is that like they're like they're kind of they take heat a lot more. Obviously, in the UK, yeah, like right. the UK mags, like Dirt Mag, like you know, they fucking, always they always go hard. They're always talking about them, yeah. though, which is crazy because here it's like you would never think that like a YouTuber would get like a front page story right. in like a magazine because no. we're still so like iffy about letting them into like pop celebrity culture. Yeah. Um, but like they kind of talk about how like they get heat for talking about more adult stuff and their stuff. And they're like, but our, our demo, like we see our demos directly because we're on YouTube and we're YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. We see our demos. Our demos aren't young. Our demos are like 18 to 30. Right. And they're like, and it's more leaning towards the 30 part. Like they're like, our viewers are our age because they, the people that are hooked are hooked and want to watch us and right. like, have seen us grow and like they're still watching and shit but they're like yeah there's a lot of commenters and like people at event like the the mm-hmm. the people who show up to like these like book signing events or whatever right they're they're kids right they're 13 to like 17 or whatever mm-hmm. but she's like just they're the ones who are active commenters right and right. those are the ones that are active like i'll go to a book signingers right because for some reason it's like uncool right for people yeah. our age to go do that stuff or we just don't have a fucking time because we have jobs. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. And so it 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 gives these weird mm-hmm. kind of like visuals that mm-hmm. like their demo is younger than it than it they is, are, but right. they're it's really not right. Right. So it's really interesting because I think that's still that is happening also in mainstream culture. Right. With, like, a right. lot of our pop stars getting older. Like that's a lot, true. Like, yeah. Bieber and yeah. you know what I mean. Like look how different he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he took so much heat for like acting older than and same with like Miley Cyrus and all this yeah. shit. Like. There was a lot of them that didn't manage that kind of jump from like teenage to older demo. Yeah, right. Well, that's true. And it wasn't their fault. It was because no. a lot of people kept thinking that their demo was younger. Right. Than right. It actually was. Yeah. We were all the same age. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we were still paying attention and yeah. still like watching them and stuff. And like, I don't know, this whole like good, like, um, what's the word? Like role model. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like this this thing that Taylor Swift just yeah. did, that's a good That's role a role model. model. Hell yeah. That's but that's her being like, I'm gonna be honest, yeah. I'm gonna say something. Right. Where I think a lot of people would like maybe before this period of time say yeah. like a good role model would just keep your mouth shut and that's sing true. Your song. No, it's hundred percent true. Whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think it's I think it's what's it's really interesting because now like some content creators that I'm watching that I like say like Miranda Sings, Colleen Ballinger, I've talked about her yeah, on this podcast yeah. before because I just think that her evolution is so weird and interesting mm-hmm. to watch because she like had a Netflix show that got canceled, but now she has a new Netflix special that she just taped mm-hmm. that's going to be going up in which she's pregnant. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And her character right. is pregnant. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so she's doing a bunch of like weird stuff about like virgin conception in it, which oh, is kind uh-huh. of funny. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, now like when I watch her vlogs and stuff, she's like talking about like being pregnant and like mm-hmm. being an adult woman. I don't know. And I'm just like, that's that's crazy. Right. Because the internet yeah. used to be a place for kids. Right. Yeah. It, not, I that's mean, true. I mean. And not really. I'm talking yeah. about like YouTube. Like YouTube sure, used right. to be kind of about like teens. Yeah. And there yeah. are new teens coming up and talking Definitely. about stuff. But they'll never have the numbers that those original ones did because they're just more of them now. Right. right. More people know that it's a thing to be a YouTuber. Yeah. It's saturated. I mean, the market has been saturated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'll happen. Yeah. Um, but, but I just think it's really interesting because like I think. People, like, weirdly enough, we're supposed to be the target demo. Right, Like, 18 right. to 35. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? For, like, movies and TV and shit. It's but true. then the people that we actually do like and still follow, people are like, no, only 13-year-olds listen to them. Sure, it's right. Like, yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's true. What are you talking about? Like, uh-huh. we still pay attention to, like, Zayn Malik. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. What? Because yeah. we, we thought he was hot when he was in One Direction, and now he's just gotten hotter because now he's old and we're old and we're all old. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, now he, like, models Gucci and shit. Like, Hell I yeah. don't fucking know. Oh, my God. I pay attention to all of Harry Styles' women's suits. I, I love, love it. women's suits. I love it. I'm about it. I love them. Half of them I want. Half of them I'm like, it's a bold pattern, and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. You're rocking it, man. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing stuff Hell going yeah. on there. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Like, and now, now it's weird because now I'm like, I want to be fans of, like, Mia Cabello or whatever, and she's like, I'm 16 or whatever. Oh my god, I really like the stuff that she puts know, out, though. I don't know how old she is, but she's young, I think. She's young. She's, she's younger than us. She's younger sure. than us. I think she's, yeah, probably Taylor 20 Swift or something. just took her on tour. That's dope. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and she's like helping her out. Oh yeah. Oh my I'm god, like, you guys amazing. know how much I stand Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya's 22. Oh my god. I stand yeah. Zendaya. I'm all about her. Me too. Amanda? Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh my god. She's young too. Yeah. She's really what a young. Queen. I, I know. know. It's like <laughs> I, we both go. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, like it's weird. I yeah. Feel like I feel like we're getting forgotten in like the demos of people that are important. Yeah. People have completely lost track of what millennials pay attention to. Very true. They don't understand us at all. No, I mean, they do clearly. Not. Yeah. But I just wish that they did a little bit more so that we could like you know get our whole yeah exactly bunch of us to vote <laughs> yes um <laughs> you know to vote and care about other stuff besides like their student loans and soul know, think stuff like that soul cycle. i don't think about it at all um but yeah soul cycle you know soul cycle is 40 dollars. i looked it up oh, Jesus. well not For 40 but no i mean like it's like with all the fees and stuff it's like 38 but to me that's 40 which is basically 50 which is like 100 <laughs> Why do you want me to pay a thousand dollars to be on a bike that doesn't go anywhere? <laughs> I don't want to be on a bike that goes nowhere. Someone yelling at me oh, about to like to love myself, myself, and I'm finally. like, no, I don't you love myself. What? That's why I'm on this bike. That's why I'm in this class, this hellscape. Okay. Oh, oh my God. I can't with like this is the shit that we're gonna get made fun of for. Yo, oh my God. Just like we make fun of the '80s for their fucking aerobics, weird aerobics. Jane Fonda. Yeah, the fucking workout tapes was the at-home version. Yeah, all of those like weird, fucking athletic classes, like dance classes that they yeah. all took in those weird leotards yeah. and shit. <laughs> my mom. They're gonna so make fun of us things. and our yeah. bullshit legging crazes. Oh my God, yeah, our leggings and our soul cycle and our goat yoga. You know what goat yoga is? You, it's exactly what you think it is. You do yoga with goats. No. They stand on you what? while you're like doing downward dog, which sounds like a nightmare. 
Why involve goats? My ass is already shaking in that plank, and then a fucking goat gets on top of me, I would lose my shit. Which Why is the a opposite, goat? Opposite They're of yoga. They're more domesticated animals. Girl, listen. They also have cat yoga. Well, yeah. Which but makes then sense. Also, but also, but also, I don't know. I could never get, the, like, when our other roommate had a cat for yeah. a little bit there, like, we couldn't get her to fucking not push our phones off the table that's what i'm saying and crack right? them i'm saying it would let be alone a get, a, get a cat and be like pay attention to this yoga class that we're all no, in together they'd either all lay down or they'd get on your back and like sink their little claws into you while they need you and or be just like try to like walk away somewhere to leave the room yeah <laughs> i mean christ fall asleep anyway <laughs> that was our well, there's also that like goat parties that i i don't know what's going on with goats too, what's going on with goats it was like a you get like somebody puts a goat on your back or something <laughs> and you like walk you like give it like a like why? a piggyback ride but a goaty back ride why i don't know who asked for this i don't know <laughs> It makes me so upset. Yeah, we're going to get... We deserve to get made fun of for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what the fuck that is. What is wrong with people? If you, any of my li- these li- our listeners here, have yeah. had... Have you been to a goat? Been to a goat party. A goat a, event. Any kind of a goat tell event. Tell us about it. Tweet please. me. Oh my God, tweet I have me. so many questions. Also, you slide into my if DMs. you have been oh my God. to a goat party and you don't vote unsubscribe <laughs> how are they related olivia because 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 you can be ambushed with a goat party if you go like it's a party and then you show up and no your no friend if you is elect like, if you're, it's a goat party you if you know if you're, you're like, paying a million dollars to go you know do soul cycle with goats <laughs> now it's step. now there's a soul next cycle step, with but goats. it's like the goat on the bike live you're anyway. mixing all of your metaphors i am i've got a really funny weird. image in my all mind. the weird internet stories we've been reading online <laughs> I malfunctioned. It's true. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> it's been a weird episode. Yep. But uh, I think you can take away from this is like we don't trust goats. Maybe you should vote <laughs> and uh, watch Stars One. Don't take your fucking shoes. I don't off take in your public. shoes. In, I think that's the biggest don't one. Don't take your shoes and socks off in public. Are you kidding? Why would you do that? Are you kidding? It's gross. Ugh. God. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Alex Shannon. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Shannon, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. I'm Liv Sangor uh, at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. And we are the Ridiculous People podcast at a ridiculous pod on Twitter. Yep. Okay. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>